Welcome to Transformation. This is Don Wick from the Red River Farm Network, proud to be your host for this podcast and radio series. Our thanks to CHS Community Giving for making this Transformation podcast possible. We appreciate CHS, your local CHS cooperative, and their foundation for their support. The Transformation Project began last year as a partnership between the Red River Farm Network and the Minnesota Department of Agriculture, along with numerous stakeholders throughout this region. In this series of podcasts, we're bringing awareness to the issues of farm stress and mental health with a focus on solutions. Depression is a reality for many of us, Thomas Duden included. Thomas has a 40-cow dairy herd at Princeton, Minnesota, and works off the farm in sales at a local John Deere dealership. Thomas and his wife, Kristen, are with us for this edition of Transformation. Thomas, uh, let's start. Give me uh, a a bit more about your story. Tell me about your your journey with depression. So, about two and a half years ago, I went in for an annual physical and for work and they told me that well you've got depression you know and i pretty much got upset at the whole deal and just walked away you know and i was just i wasn't accepting anyone to write me a prescription i pretty much just walked out of the room um the following february um doing it like i said doing everything we can do just with the dairy economy to keep the farm afloat um, I was out plowing snow because I was plowing snow all night, you know, it was just kind of a break to sit by yourself. Um, my father-in-law asked my wife if I was depressed and she told me that. And I remember asking her and I said, well, what'd you tell him? She says, yeah, you are. And I remember getting upset because somebody asked if I was depressed. And, you know, I, I have no motivation. You know, I'm trying to get back to my old self. I'm not going to lie. I'm not completely healed, if you will. But I'm trying to get, you know, I'm a happy-go-lucky, it's sunny, it's the 4th of July kind of guy, typically. And to have absolutely no motivation, I mean, I joke around and I, I tell everybody, I've got every little boy's dream. You know, I get to wake up in the morning, I get to play farm. I get to go sell John Deere tractors and I get to come home and play farm. You know, I got every little boy's dream, you know, but there's been times I can't even get myself to go to work, you know, get out of bed and then I'll stop for grab a breakfast or something along the way. And I can't get myself to even go to work. And it's, you just feel paralyzed. You want to go, but you can't. Kristen, how have you seen Thomas deal with, with depression? I know that he's. It's taken him a long time to admit it, and even after uh, had talking to a couple of different doctors, and you know, for physicals, and also for uh, we've gone for counseling, and he finally admitted that later this fall. But it's been going on for about two years, I would say. Uh, definitely seeing a different different turn or or different side of him. Uh, I know that it you know definitely was not who he is and it's good to see that he's he's finally kind of turning around now but i would say it's about it's been about two years and he seems like a upbeat personality yes he's he's always such a happy 
uh, go lucky guy. Always cracks a lot of jokes. Um, has you know very sarcastic at times, but he's always you know smiling. Always everyone knows him as is a very happy, upbeat guy. So it's 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 hard to see him being not that person at all, especially, you know, behind the scenes and at home. But even when it was getting so bad this fall that, I mean, it was really affecting his work and um, even talking with his bosses and, and them being very concerned about him and other people too. So uh, it's, yes, it's, it's, it's really good to see him getting back to being his old self with being happy, but he is, Typically or generally a very good-natured, happy guy. So, Thomas, you're you're doing some counseling? About a year and a half ago, the wife and I started, Kristen and I started going to couples counseling. And I thought, okay, whatever, this is me, myself, I'm sitting here thinking, I can get more done sitting drinking a case of beer in my garage with a buddy, you know. And I thought it was all her. You know, it's like, well, what do you got? What's wrong with you? What's wrong? You know, and then after sitting through it, it's like, no, I, yeah, there's, it's me. I got a lot going on with me. And it took me a lot to accept the fact that I had the depression. A, to accept it is one thing, you know, but then B, to actually go out and seek help was even harder yet. And, I mean, I've been going to see someone for, oh, three, four months now. But I, I, it's hard just to even find help to do it, literally. And I didn't really start coming out of it, my shell until I went to a marriage retreat. As corny as it may sound, you know, I Minnesota Dairy Initiative throughout this thing, you know, no cost to dairy couples, you know, to come to this marriage retreat. So we went to Park Rapids, you know, farm business management instructor came around and, you know, basically handed me this card and said, here, I know you're struggling, basically hands me this card and I took it as here, call somebody who cares. I wasn't nice about how I brought it up, but I told them, I said, your marketing isn't working. I said, you're sitting here throwing a random business card at somebody says, hey, I see you're struggling. Call somebody else. You know, and then I think that that's what really opened the doors for me to actually start accepting everything. You know, and just being able to openly talk about it was the fact that, you know, I allowed myself to be vulnerable by telling somebody at the state who actually sent this stuff out what's not working. Even just coming to terms with the concept of depression is, is difficult, don't you think? It is. You know, when somebody tells me, when somebody tells you you're depressed, well, no, I'm not. I got a smile on my face. I'm happy, you know, but at the same time, you know, you don't have any motivation either. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm a salesman by trade. I've got to put a smile on my face every day and act like everything's okay. You know, but at the same time, Everything is just, it hurts inside. Has the counseling been, been helpful? You know, we went through the couples, and like I said, I figured, you know, I can get more done with a case of beer in a garage with a buddy. To be honest with you, though, after we went through the, the couples counseling, and then going to see one on my own individually, it really opens my eyes. I mean, you know told her about kind of what's going on. We've made a timeline, you know, kind of my life. 
you know, and we're going through it step by step, but, you know, she's introduced words to me that, yeah, I knew, but at the same time, and never, I never really associated it with my life. You know, one of, one of the words we went over was she goes obligation. She says, you felt so obligated to do everything, you know, to be the one that picks up the slack, to be the one that's got to be there for everybody else. The one that's got to do the stuff to keep everything afloat. The other word is the regret I've got in my life. I never really realized it, but she's, she's told me, she goes, you do have a lot of regret. She goes, you always look back and you always regret. What if you didn't do it? Or what if you did do it? You know, cause I always second guess, you know, and with everything, with the whole depression thing, I was listening to a podcast last Easter time, and it always sticks in my head that between Good Friday and Easter, there's Saturday. Everybody knows what happened on Good Friday, and everybody knows what happened on Easter. But I'm stuck in Saturday, and that's always what's stuck in my mind, is I'm stuck in Saturday there. I don't know what's coming. I know what happened, but I don't know what's coming. Kristen, have you seen benefit from, from this counseling? I think that was so, so, I'm trying to think of, the, of just a big fancy word for it. But, I mean, it was it was great. It, you know, you can connect the dots and see how it is affecting someone. And I think it was it was it was super that we got to be a part of that experience. And I think that really opened up more of the door for conversation and him feeling more comfortable about it. And then also for him to actually, you know, very therapeutic for him to actually admit, you know, another step of admission that he does have depression, but he's working on it and he's, you know, that it's been helping him get better. And I think after saying that or admitting everything at that retreat that we were with the Minnesota Dairy Initiative, he, he's really stepped forward a lot more. He's a lot more happy. He's more energetic. And uh, it, it's just kind of a nice spring into action for him. So it, it definitely was a, a great thing for him to, to be able to be a part of and to speak about. What really is the, the best approach to helping this whole area? It's more one-on-one and... You know, talking with some of these older guys, they said, yeah, it's weird because the 80s, everybody just put on their poker face like everything was okay. Says now everybody's in the same boat and everybody knows it. Um, but just the one-on-one stuff, I mean, when this whole stigma started coming out, are you okay, are you okay? Well, I tried going around and calling it, you know, a couple of friends, seeing how they're doing. You know, but to be honest with you, you know, looking back now, I think it was because I was questioning myself, and that's why I was calling around, you know, trying to talk to people. Kristen, is there things others can learn from this experience that you and Thomas and your family have gone through? I think it's it's okay to have the conversation. It's okay to admit it to your family, to your friends, how you're feeling. Especially with counseling, it's been really good for Tom to be able to realize or recognize there's so many more feelings out there than what he's ever known and being able to actually talk about them. So what it comes down to is being able to trust and work with your family or other people that you know, if your family or or other peers are judgmental to find someone that you can talk to that is very comfortable to be with and non-judgmental. And then also to, 
to definitely to seek counseling. There is no shame in talking to a professional, a mental health professional, and helping you figure things out and know that you're not alone on that and that there's so many more people struggling. And I, I definitely give anyone kudos for being able to go out and getting help. And that is what has been such a silver lining and such a good thing about this is Tom is as long as it's taken for him to realize at least he's stepping forward and taking action on this and, and trying to help himself heal and move forward. So again, the takeaway is just find someone that you feel comfortable to talk to. Otherwise, please reach out to a mental health professional and uh, see what is it that you are struggling with and what they can help you with. What about you, Thomas? What, what have you learned through this whole process, this, uh, this whole dealing with depression? Accepting the fact you have depression is hard. Asking for help is even harder. That's probably the biggest thing I've learned. It's not an easy path. And if you can find somebody to talk to that you trust, talk to them. Because I shut completely down. I didn't want to talk to anybody. I didn't want to talk to my wife. I didn't want to talk to my father-in-law. I didn't want to talk to my mother. I don't want to talk to my brothers and my sister. I mean, I, I don't want to talk... It's taken me a while to open up about it, but you've got to keep talking because everything builds against yourself. Our thanks to Thomas and Kristen Duden, who farm in the Princeton, Minnesota area. I really appreciate the way they pulled back the curtains on a topic we don't talk about very much, and that's depression. A reminder, you can hear all of our Transformation podcasts online at rrfn.com forward slash transformation. We also now have it available on an easy-to-find podcast through iTunes, Google Play, and now Spotify. You can check it out there. This Transformation Project is funded by CHS Community Giving. Transformation is a project between the Red River Farm Network and the Minnesota Department of Agriculture. This project began with funding from the National Institute of Health, the Great Plains Center for Agricultural Health, and numerous stakeholders across the region, including the Minnesota Corn Growers Association, North Dakota Farmers Union, and Minnesota Farmers Union. Until next time, I'm Don Wick.